Hello and welcome to the 20th episode of my podcast, Gina's Excellent Encounters. This time it's an extra episode where I'm not having a single guest, but instead I'm flying to uh, Israel for vacation and I will live at different Airbnbs and I will be interviewing people who I will find who have something interesting to say so now I'm still in Gothenburg and uh, at the airport and moving to the plane now as you can hear in the background it's quite noisy here so So I just landed in Istanbul, far layover. I need to wait here for three hours. So I thought I would explain a little bit why I chose to go to Israel. It's basically because I was I was already in 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 the Americas, so in the U.S. Then in Asia I was also. But I've never been anywhere close to the Middle East. So now I thought, where would, where could I go where it would be really interesting to photograph? I'm, a fo I'm not a real photographer, just an amateur photographer. But I really like to, to, to take pictures. And I thought a photo journey would be a great... Uh, a great thing to do because I never done it uh, myself. It's actually the first journey which I'm doing myself. All the other journeys I either visit vi uh, relatives all over Europe or I go with friends or family for vacation. This time I'm over 40 now. For the first time I'm going on vacation myself for two weeks. That will be quite interesting. So, as I said, I want to take photographs and the idea is that Jerusalem is like the center, the re religious center of three major religions. Uh, Judaism, Christianity and uh, Islam. And I hope I will see a lot of contrast there. Like, uh, I heard that it's at the same time a modern city as it is uh, a city with a, which a, with a really long history, thousands of years at the same place. Uh, and it will be interesting. Mm, uh, at the same time, I wanted to, to do something else with my podcast. I haven't been recording for a year now almost uh, and because that's mostly because I didn't quite know what what to do next with my podcast. I basically interviewed everyone I wanted to interview when I started the podcast. All the people I knew. Uh, I, I th still think I have a couple of people but it seems more difficult to get those people's uh, in front of a microphone 
so I'm trying something new at least when I travel to to, to do kind of like a, a blog a audio blog or something like that but instead of having it in small pieces I just want to to make a, a big story of it with an arc so we'll see how it goes now I need to stay here for three more hours and I will arrive in Tel Aviv at half past 11 during the evening I already prepared that a taxi will wait for me there and will bring me to the hotel in Jerusalem for the first two days I I got me a hotel but I'm hoping to switch then to uh, Airbnb like I did in Japan and hopefully there I will meet lovely people who, who I could interview for you guys I'm really looking forward to this because it's so different than what I did until now with my journeys Let's see how it goes if I can reach out to people on my own or if I will just sit alone <laughs> in my f room and uh, yeah, but most probably not. It will be fun. It will be fun. Okay, then see you in uh, Jerusalem. So I arrived in Tel Aviv and then the, there was a long line for the for the passports and it took me half an hour or something like that and I was hoping that the taxi wouldn't wouldn't just stop waiting for me. <laughs> But once I got out with my bag, uh, he was standing there with, a, with my name and he brought me to Jerusalem, which uh, it's right now it's half past one in the night. And it's really warm, it's like 25 degrees or something. Uh, yeah, we went through a part of Israel, uh, for Israel, obviously Israel, but I'm in Jerusalem, which the taxi driver called Jerusalem's ghetto. <laughs> it was uh, an interesting drive. Uh, I saw, I saw a lot of people outside, uh, or a lot, but there were people outside, but only men, and mostly they had black clothes on with a white shirt and a black hat and a beard in this so-called ghetto and then finally we arrived at the hotel here and the first impression of the hotel is uh, it's really really old everything is uh, let's say 
very very used <laughs> but uh, obviously it was the cheapest hotel i i could find on booking.com but i thought it's it's better for the first two days to, to have a hotel yeah so i couldn't get uh, the guy in the reception to wake up by pressing the bell so instead i called and that woke him up then he opened the door and i went in and the the entrance was really really dirty uh, but the room here is quite okay it's really super old everything is like at least 30 or 40 years old in here and quite excessively used but it has it has uh, AC and uh, I have my private bathroom which is nice and it seems fairly clean compared to the entrance yeah I'm really tired now after I woke up at 6 and now it's already almost 2 I'm really thirsty I couldn't get anything to drink I guess I will just drink some water here and tomorrow I will buy some bottled water hopefully this will be okay <laughs> okay then uh, until tomorrow day two I slept a long time <laughs> because I was really really tired and now uh, it's already one o'clock I watched some TV before heading out because I was just very tired I still don't have internet I need to ask for Wi-Fi and need to find uh, and buy a sim card something with uh, prepaid internet that would be nice I think uh, yeah I'm looking out of the window it's interesting uh, already <laughs> the houses are yellow mostly like sandstone houses or something like that and it's really quiet I was, I'm surprised how quiet it is so you only hear uh, the ACs everywhere, but otherwise no people. <laughs> Someone just knocked on the door and I didn't hear it, so they came in. But it was uh, just uh, the cleaning man uh, giving me a new tower, towel. So that's good to have, I guess. I think I will head out now and let's see how it goes. I'm heading out for the first time now and man 
this is amazing. I'm just out a couple of meters from my hotel and I want to try to summarize my feelings. So when I hear Jerusalem, I always think about the teachings from the Bible and how it how everything looks like and so on. And here it's honestly it's a mix because all the houses are made of sandstones like I imagined it but they are much bigger obviously so because it's a city but not that big so here two stores or something and the weather is super nice like I imagined from the Bible <laughs> and yeah there are people like it the people are dressed like in in, in the western countries uh, I guess I'm in some modern part here because I don't see many of those guys which I saw yesterday night a couple of them with uh, black suits and white shirts and this black hat and they have something on the sides of the waist I don't quite understand what it is but white stripes or something then yeah the police is here riding a tricycle <laughs> some guy plays a saxophone now he's paused uh, and people are just chilling I think today is Monday so a lot of people would be oh, another bi bicycle here uh, yeah the tram was going by here it's nice because I think this is only for is this part is not for cars only for people so there are no cars as far as I can see let's explore more I think I need to to find something to eat for breakfast let's see if I can find something here's the shawarma place and I also need uh, internet let's see what I can find So I'm here in another district, or I went uh, for a couple of meters, and interestingly there are two guys who are, I don't know if they are praying or doing something else, but they are, you can hear them, picture. interesting to understand what they are saying but I have no idea <laughs> and nobody is looking at me when I'm taking photographs but a lot of people oh here's a car 
also doing the same thing but on top of the car and it's much louder no idea what's going on there was a guy trying to ask me about my recording device but he, he didn't speak English so I have no idea what what he asked So I'm wandering around here, looking at all the things and for example here I'm in a crossing and apparently I'm on a hill or something because uh, the, oh, in every direction it goes downwards and, uh, and then I can see like on the downhill and then on the other side there is a there's a the, the, like more of of uh, big buildings and stuff and now a couple of girls are looking at me while I'm recording I guess the recording device is much more interesting than a camera because everybody knows a camera but not everybody knows what a audio recording devices so I found out that it's not sandstone the buildings are made of or at least the new ones are uh, concrete but then they put on top of the concrete they put a lot of those bricks which are like three centimeters wide or something then it everything looks the same basically the same color at least like a yellowish sandstone color which is pretty because if the whole city is like that then it looks much more like it belongs here <laughs> yeah I don't even really know where in Jerusalem I am but I find it interesting to go where the normal people are and not so much touristy things where they just try to sell me something I feel kind, quite uh, safe here nobody tried to sell me anything yet so it feels a bit like like in Korea or Japan everybody's just uh, going the way and showing me uh, the up uh, like okay fingers <laughs> so it's funny Yeah. 
Four o'clock. One more interesting thing here is that there are so many children here. Children everywhere. And some of them have, a lot of them have like the same clothes on. So it looks like a school uniform or something like that. I'm not quite sure, but it looks like it. And then others have, uh, their brothers and sisters have the same clothes on, so they kind of look like twins, but they obviously aren't. And those children who just asked me what time it was, I think they were in a school or something. And here are also a lot of uh, like men around 50 or something who are begging for money. Uh, they have their suit on, their black suit and white shirt. They are begging for money. It's an interesting sight also. They mostly are clean, so I'm not quite sure how this works. If you should give them or should not, <laughs> most probably you should. I heard that you should give away 10% of your income or something. So, interesting. I'd like to mention one uh, uh, different thing. Here, at least here in Jerusalem, there are a lot of people and they are talking to each other on the street, but nobody's shouting. So it's really quiet, which is kind of nice compared to, uh, for example, when I was in Marrakesh in Morocco. There was shouting all over the place, all the time. And here, they are talking to each other mostly in front of some synagogue or something like that. And you only can hear if someone is praying in the synagogue, that you can hear loudly. But when the people are speaking to each other, then it's normal level of conversation. So my smell is not the best because, yeah, of different reasons in the past, I lost a lot of my sm smelling abilities. But I have to say that it's interesting how many different, uh, what do you call it in English, 
different smells you smell here in Jerusalem. You go 50 meters and then something completely different comes. So in the beginning it's, uh, by the hotel it was it smelled quite sweet. And then sometimes you smell garbage. Then a lot of times you smell people cooking some food and so on so and I haven't seen dogs here but I see a lot of cats actually <laughs> and also it's interesting that you hear a lot of different languages here but mostly besides Hebrew I think it is you hear American English like real thick American English so I guess a lot of people from the US move here I'm going up a mountain now so that's why <laughs> you can hear me breathing heavily I was outside for the whole day and heading back to the hotel now and I'm going through some backyards which look all the again all the houses are yellowish like sandstone and most of them are just what you don't would not want to build in Minecraft because they are like a cube very seldom you see like nice roofs or anything like that it's mostly quite flat hello welcome back to the third day of my journey in I'm still in Jerusalem but this morning I moved from the hotel to a Airbnb I like to to live in Airbnbs especially if it's a, just a room in one of the people's uh, home which they rent out because mostly you you come closer to, to the people, to the local people, basically. Uh, I did this in, in Japan already, and I really liked it. So I'm trying to do this now also. So yeah, a lot of things uh, happened. I didn't really have time to record audio, but I wrote down some notes. So I will just uh, tell you what happened. So... I woke up quite early because I had to be here before 10 and I didn't know I didn't know how to how the buses work and it turned out to be a bit difficult but that's because of the digitalization like everywhere you can't buy a ticket on the bus anymore you would need to find some shop or something which would sell a car a, a 
a card to you, which you can load with money. And I couldn't find any shop. I asked around, but people just said, oh, I don't know. But then uh, finally someone told me to take one one stop to the uh, with the tram or what it was. And there would be uh, a place where they would sell it to me. It was interesting that uh, I had to show my passport before I was able to get in uh, and then oh uh, and the guy to spoke German so that was <laughs> kind of nice uh, then inside I waited a little bit and then I got my my bus cart which I then loaded with Guess thirty shilling. Uh, I'm not quite sure what. <laughs> I don't ever remember what the money is called in Israel. I will Google that later. And uh, yeah, it took me a while to to get them back and to take the bus. But basically, I was precisely on time at ten o'clock. I was uh, upstairs. So this uh, area is quite different to the one which I was yesterday and the day before yesterday. Uh, the people here seem much more like Westerners. Most most of the men don't even have this, I don't remember what it's called, but Jews sometimes have this really small hat on the head. And the men here don't have it. They drive uh, cars around, and uh, the area is yeah like small, uh, like three, four-story houses, uh, but really a lot of them. Uh, yeah, so it's not like a, a, I think I was in some. Orthodox Jew district yesterday because it doesn't seem normal on the drive here the people didn't uh, didn't have the traditional clothes like I mostly saw yesterday I got breakfast they have really really good pastry here I got croissants with different fillings uh, one was some chocolate-like thing, one and the other two, I don't even, I can't, I don't know what it was, but it was extremely, extremely good. Uh, here, in contrast to, to the district yesterday, here are very few people on the street. I haven't seen any children. I guess everybody is at work at and in school or something. Uh, there are really many cars parking here, like in normal Western countries. Uh, and I can see a lot of uh, solar panels on the roofs, mostly for hot water, which makes total sense. Which I didn't see in the center back then. Uh, and I think it's called Mekorheim, where I'm staying. I'm not sure how to t to 
say it, but that's how what Google Maps says. In the Airbnb today, the guy told me to only cook uh, kosher vegetarian food, so no meat, and no non-kosher vegetarian food. I didn't even know that's a thing, but apparently it is, so I uh, read up a little bit on it. And he told me where a shop, uh, like a supermarket is, where everything is like that, like kosher, and I should only buy a vegetarian there if I want to cook. I haven't seen any supermarkets here yet, so because mostly it's just really small shops. Uh, but I'm looking forward to check this supermarket out. He sent me a Google Maps ticket. And then when, just when I arrived, uh, he had his TV on. And uh, the news was showing... Uh, 50 rockets were fired from Gaza on Israel today but uh, yeah I didn't know about it uh, on the streets you don't see anything about it nobody is behaving differently uh, I looked up a little bit more on on the internet and apparently only one person was slightly injured on on a motorway uh, and rockets fell down on Tel Aviv which is the closest to here in Tel Aviv I was there the day before yesterday I landed there in Tel Aviv um, now my host said that they normally don't have any problems in Jerusalem here because here are Arabs living also and that's why they don't attack here so I'm hoping that I will not not need to witness anything like that but it looks good so he told me also that uh, there's a bomb shell like a bunker or what do you call it uh, und under the house so if something should happen, I can always go there. Uh, yeah, and he said it, you would hear the sirens if there should be something. So you just go there. And yeah, that's kind of it. Uh, I'm heading out now for for the... I think it was the old trade station. Because he said that there's a lot of nice buildings and uh, a lot to look at. Which is half hour, an hour walk from here. Uh, and later perhaps, let's, let's see, perhaps I head more north to the old city. Because there's where I wanted to take most of my pictures, I guess. <laughs> I'm putting pictures up on uh, on Flickr also every day. Uh, so in the end, when you listen to this podcast, you will be able to flick through the pictures and uh, follow my journey, basically, because they will be in the same order as the audio here. Yeah, uh, let's see. Uh, I will be back once something new happens. I went to the store, to the supermarket, which I was talking about, and 
I normally take some pictures in supermarkets just to show uh, like everybody who's looking at my pictures especially when I'm uh, far away there I think it's interesting to see how normal people uh, shop basically for groceries and it's uh, quite similar to Western countries I would say at least that supermarket obviously they had a lot of uh, things which like uh, you can't buy in Sweden or Germany especially different brands but they have cereals meat and uh, all the normal stuff and it looks like it was quite cramped but otherwise are uh, like a normal supermarket but anyway so I'm taking my pictures of the parts which are different to to our supermarkets and then one guy comes comes up to me and asks me uh, why I'm taking the pictures so I explain to him I'm a tourist I just want to take pictures to show my family and friends how Israel looks like and so on he didn't quite buy it so he took me to his manager then the manager came down and asked me the same question, so I explained again. I'm just a normal tourist looking uh, to take pictures of the everyday life uh, to show to my family and friends. And then he was quite okay with it, he just laughed and shook, shook my hand and sent me on, on my way. <laughs> But yeah, in between it's always uh, quite awkward. You don't know what, what's going to happen. But that's what uh, what it is when you take photographs. <laughs> it's only 1.4 kilometers to the old city. and But it didn't say <laughs> that it would be upstairs all, almost all the time and in uh, blank sun without any shadow so now I'm trying to find something more to drink I guess I also need to put sunscreen on me because I didn't realize that the sun would be that strong it's about 25 26 degrees Celsius and the sun is shining quite quite a lot on me so and I have uh, Vitaligo which makes my skin very uh, my skin is white on some places and I get uh, sunburned there really easily so but it's good that I always have a small sunscreen tube with me I will put this on me now. So I arrived at the old city and as boring the way from outside to to here was as exciting and charming is the sit this old city center. It's just, I don't know how to, how to describe it, 
but basically you f okay it's a lot of tourists that's true which makes it a bit uh, not so super nice but but you can feel the how old the city is it's really amazing the small streets no cars here just people walking I met I went in from the I think it was the Zion gate and now I'm by a big moshe here uh, not moshe uh, oh yeah it's called synagogue and it's the Menachem Sion Synagogue. It's quite big. I'm not sure if I can go in there or not. I hope so. It would be interesting to see from, from the inside. Oh. And you can find a lot of pi uh, pillars, like really, really old ones here. I will take some photos also. Fresh juice, orange, pomegranate, cold water. So, as I said before, Jerusalem seems to be a lot about contrasts and I saw the next contrast here I was wandering around uh, some ruins uh, some where I could see uh, pictures of how it oh, yeah how it looked like before like I guess thousands of years ago and then suddenly I stepped over the, in the next street uh, everybody was selling uh, uh, like small things and now I'm I, it, I think it, I'm in the Arabic part of the old city or something because there is a lot of Arabic stuff here and a lot more people and really really small shops feels like the shops have been here also for thousands of years perhaps not owned by the same families but they are really 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 small it's like one and a half meters deep and packed with a lot of things as much as they can cram into it and it's mostly souvenirs food and clothes sometimes uh, also other things like chocolate and CDs <laughs> and other sweets mobile phone cases uh, a lot of bags daggers gold golden daggers chess pieces magnets for the 
For souvenir. Souvenir, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> more bags. Here's a butcher. He sells chicken, I think. Yeah. It's really interesting. So here's the ATM. I think I need to get more money actually. So let me do that quickly. So it's difficult to know uh, how much money you are using. Oh no, and this one is not in English. Or perhaps if I put the card in. Nope. Nothing happens. Okay, let's go to the next one then. A lot of clothes here also. More sweets, Arabic sweets. An old lady packing them. And tea. Everything to, to do to make tea and coffee. Oh, here's a coffee roastery, I think. There's jewelry. Even more jewelry. Bags. And a lot of tourists trying to get in into some restaurant, I think. Oh, carpets. You can buy small carpets here. I'll try to get upstairs here. Uh, more jewelry. And the floor seems to be really old also. It has... The stairs are really... Like... They've been walked on a lot of times. <laughs> Not so many tourists, oh man. It's almost that everything is here tourist driven, which it, I guess, is. Oh, I should buy postcards and send it to my family also. There's a guy selling postcards, but he's sleeping. Oh, a barbershop. Adham Barbershop. You still soda. There are. What are the people called who are sewing uh, clothes? I have seen a couple of them in a really small shop, only like two meters time, one, times one and a half meters. And they are sitting there and sewing. And the customer is sitting on a chair inside also and uh, waiting until it, the stuff is done. <laughs> if you don't buy, just smile. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, a lot of restaurants, fish, shrimps, 
Here you can buy bread and water. It's like a small supermarket in here. And can you hear the canary? I thought it was just some kind of a tape, but turns out they are real ones. I see the here they are in small uh, they are inside a what do you call it where you get, normally have them <laughs> and here I see one two three four five of them and it's nice because it sounds like outside because they are singing As I said, it's a bit difficult sometimes to get where, what's going on, but apparently I stumbled to the next one, uh, to the Christian one. What you heard was, I think, Chinese people uh, praying to a Christmas figure. I'm taking another picture here because it looks like, I think those are people from... Russia or something at least it looks like that they have each their own cross with them and they are also going into this really really small chapel uh, I'm not quite understanding what this is but there was a Jesus on the cross basically or bearing the cross and falling I'm guessing it's one of the stations because it's it has a number here so it's one of the stations of the cross 
uh, I'm not sure what it's called in English, but when Jesus was crucified, he went up the mountain and there are stations and this is, I think, one of the stations. interesting this place is pulling me pulling me or at least trying to pull me back into religion I went to the next church and suddenly a crowd appeared with two priests and they started a mass uh, in Polish actually so I stayed and recorded it Perhaps it will be fun to listen for my parents or someone, or my relatives. It was the standard normal Polish mass, but here in Jerusalem. It's it's half past four now, and it looks like. The whole market is closing down here because all the stands are closing, or most of them. And then I'm trying to get out of the old town, but <laughs> uh, almost everywhere I go, 
the police is there with the barricades and they tell me I cannot go there I should go somewhere else so I guess uh, they are closing down the inner the old town here for for the night and uh, only opening the streets to to get out let's see if I can find a way out here So I'm here at the Western Wall. It's the remnant of the Jewish temple and the place where the Divine Presence rests. Uh, they don't allow photos here, neither uh, mobile phones or writing, no drums, no cigarettes. <laughs> we'll see. I will just go and look how it looks like and we'll explain it later oh I forgot to say that there was a security check they like on the airport with a metal detector and stuff I guess it's good they they, they security as uh, important here Oh wow, this looks amazing. Oh wow. It's really big. A big place. With stairs to the exit. And the wall here. And people uh, visiting. But mostly praying, I guess. You can see a lot of people at the wall uh, praying. There's some build site here. One of the Jews was using a mobile phone. <laughs> One of the Orthodox, you know, with the hat and the black coat and the white shirt. Uh, so I guess it's not that extreme here but most I guess it's mostly close by the by the wall I will try to take a photo because uh, a lot of people are taking photos here at least with their mobile phones I don't see anyone with a braille camera okay there's also some kind of a bridge which goes up uh, and you can see on the right that uh, there was a temple once but now it's only the one wall on the end then there is on the left a wall and then there are ruins on the right I guess everybody has seen a picture of it but I'm still I still would like to take a picture oh I guess you can take a picture uh, behind the where where the non-Jewish people can go. Hmm? So I will try to do that.
that was kind of accelerating or <laughs> I don't know what you call it but so first I thought it's only only Jews can go close to the wall but then then I listened in to a group of tourists and the guide told them that you can go there you just have to have have a hat or something which I obviously don't have but they had those small hats there for everyone to grab one so I went for it and I went to the to the wall and uh, touched it <laughs> uh, I have to say it's it's a big wall it's kind of intimidating it's a really old wall really big and a lot of people can, are coming here and touching it so it has a lot of history in it which I would say <laughs> is uh, super interesting and really intimidating and then on you can go to uh, so yeah the the guy told them that the women go to the right and the men go to the left and then even more to the left there is a there is a what do you call it like a big room where you can go further and the wall continues there so people study the scripture there or something and they are praying the inside of it and there are books you can uh, you can use to read and uh, yeah it's 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 nice it's uh, interesting i've never seen anything like that before actually now I'm standing on top of the stairs uh, on the opposite side and I see the moon is uh, rising <laughs> just above the wall so I think I will wait a couple of minutes and take another photo with the moon in the background I think it will be re really nice there are also uh, the western wall tunnels which I will not be visiting today because it's already late and I'm tired but I will come back here again definitely uh, before I go home so perhaps tomorrow or the day after tomorrow or something I will be back to check it out I tried to, to take pictures <laughs> of the people close by but it felt really uncomfortable even more so than normally when you take pictures of, of strangers because they were praying but nobody was uh, was uh, saying anything so I was trying to do it discreetly uh, perhaps I got a couple of nice ones but it's outside it's dark but there's a lot of light uh, by the wall so you can see everything on the pictures yeah that's it from today from the wall at least okay excellent I found the gate and came out of the old city 
Now I just need to, to find the bus station. Uh, apparently, you can not, as a non-Muslim, you cannot go to the Muslim areas in the old city during night. The police will just uh, check your passport, I guess. I don't know uh, how they see if someone is a Muslim or not. I guess it might be in in, in the ID somewhere, but uh, it's not in my ID. <laughs> but I, but I'm not a Muslim either. So interesting uh, political. And politics and religion kind of mixed, which is uh, not that common in Sweden and not that common in in Germany either, I would say. So now it's dark outside. It's uh, five o'clock. I see Jerusalem <laughs> on, from the side here, from the from the wall. So around the old town there is a, a wall which is completely uh, functional, I would say. The only thing which is uh, completely open are the gates. But otherwise the wall is uh, well lit and I would say functional. Obviously nobody uses it anymore but at least for the police it's it's nice because they can just close it up during the night easily okay now i need to find a bus back to my airbnb it was a very long day again <laughs> like always when i go on vacation it's in, it goes on and on and i'm walking and walking I was uh, using uh, this app to check how how many kilometers I went. Let let's see. Uh, so Runkeeper is still running. Okay, not that much. Just nine kilometers yet. Uh, so it will be, I guess, ten when I when I'm back. Not sure how well it works in in the old city where the walls are quite high and the streets are well very narrow but i guess it it works i can check it later okay see so let me find a bus now
and I survived another night here in Jerusalem. Yesterday when I came back from my tour, I started reading the news and Twitter and realized how many rockets have been shot from the Gaza Strip on Israel. And I must say I got a bit afraid that I would need perhaps to no thank you uh, to stop my journey and go home. Uh, there were over 200 rockets shot but the the Israeli military says they they stopped uh, 90% of them and I don't think uh, I didn't have see any reports on on injured people only people injured by falling or stress basically but not that bad by by direct hits or anything and it was mostly on the coast so apparently my host was right they don't shoot to Jerusalem because they are Arabs living here I guess uh, but I was up uh, <laughs> until one and trying to read about uh, the news international and local to understand what I need to do but here in Jerusalem I have to say you don't see anything out of the ordinary nobody seems to be concerned Everybody is just going to work and doing normal stuff. So, I hope I'm good. <laughs> I also uh, looked for what to do after my after Jerusalem, and I'm going to Palestine, to Hebron, for two days. Uh, but that will be uh, at, at the end of the week, over the weekend, basically. Um, yeah, that was the night and the morning. Now I'm back. It's uh, by the old city. And I'm going to visit more, more things, doing more sightseeing. I want to go to the to the big mosque and to the big uh, Christian church and I want to visit the garden tomb where perhaps uh, <laughs> Jesus was buried back then so you can go there and look at it uh, yeah that's it for now See you later.
unknown sound from, for us from Christian countries. The bells of the church. I think I will just try to to get there. Perhaps there is a mass then now, which would be cool to visit. But we'll see. So I'm in the Christian quarter. There's a Christian information center, uh, a Christchurch guest house, a Swedish Christian study center for some reason, and let's see. here at the Church of the Holy Sepulchre which is a church in the Christian quarter of the old city of Jerusalem. The church contains according to traditions dating back to at least the 4th century the two holiest sites in Christianity. The, th the site where Jesus was crucified at a place known as Calvary or Golgotha and Jesus' empty tomb where he was said to be, have been buried and resurrected. The tomb is enclosed by a 19th century shrine called the Aedicula. And I'm just like one meter from the shrine. And I'm trying to get in to have a look at it. But there are so many people here. It, I'm inside of the church and... Uh, yeah, I've been moving at least uh, perhaps two meters the last half an hour. So I guess it will take quite some time to get in. But I guess it's worth it. I don't have anything else to do, which is pressing. So it would be interesting to see uh, the most <coughs> sacred things here in Christianity. There's a lot of Polish people, you can hear American English a little bit, then Italians, I think there are Armenians, and yeah, multiculti, I would say, very many different people here. Uh, and I'm one of them. <laughs> I'm not sure if there are masses here, but it doesn't look like it because of the amount of people going through here. So I guess uh, we'll just wait until I can go in into the shrine. And I will uh, uh, tell later how it was inside. I don't think you can take pictures inside or anything, but... Just want to see it. Crosses all around Jerusalem. 
excellence, thousands of people, thousands of people. They died most likely from thirst or birds picked up their eyes and whatever, okay? That crucifying people was a Iranian a method of delivering capital punishment, which was adopted by the Romans. Okay, period. Now, before being delivered to the Romans, he, he was before a Jewish cult, which is called the Sanhedrin. 71 old people had to decide if he was wrong in what he was preaching, and should he be delivered to the Romans, okay? Because we were not allowed to carry out the punishment. So, the, the vote was carried out, and it was just about acquitted uh, or delivering, and he was delivered to the Romans. We will not be at station one, because this is where there's a veranda, a kind of a, 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 a elevated place, where Pontius Pilatus and his wife stood. And the wife said to Pontius Pilatus, the man is innocent. But Jewish people said, no, take him, take him, take him. So eventually he was asked a few questions, and he knew how to answer. And according to what he answered, he should have been let go, but he did not. They, they took him, okay? so he got across, and he went up part of the way that we do afterwards. And somewhere around uh, station number five, he fell down because he was weak and uh, tortured, and a guy was carried close out from the mob that lined the road, and he helped him carry this cross. Okay, till now, okay. Now, he was, okay, there was one guy who sat at his trial, he, he, he was named, he was named Jordan Alperson And he came to Pontius Pilatus and said, look, uh, look, chair, uh, look, uh, look, uh, whatever. It is Friday, let him, he, the man is dead, let him. Let me take him off the cross and bring him to a grave. And he was granted the right to do it. Okay? So Christ was taken off where we were, washed on the stone and rocks. Now Christ was not a citizen of Jerusalem, he was a citizen of Nazareth, which is not far from the city. This uh, guy had a convenient burial chamber here. And he was brought to the hill and laid on a bed of and a stone for walls across the opening. Okay. Three days later, three days he came to see if he was still here. His mother, Mary Magdalene, and another Mary. Okay? And they came and the stone, stone was rolled away. There was no body. Okay, this is where your stories come. As if I'm getting closer, so long as you can't believe it. I'm back at my Airbnb. Let me recap the rest of the day. 
which was uh, fun. I went to the to this church, and they, I had to wait for uh, I think one and a half hours, and then I went into the shrine, which was uh, quite small inside, and then inside there was a small room where you had to wait until the people who were really really inside came out after that they let you in into a mini room where you couldn't stand but you needed to go down on your knees and only four people had space and inside of that room I thought that there would be something obvious to look at but there was a lot of uh, lamps, different crosses, pictures of Jesus Christ, pictures of uh, Maria uh, and then on the back side there was uh, a bit of glass with where you could see through on a rock and then there were flowers as far as I remember and then a little bit of stone in front of us uh, and that was it it didn't quite uh, tell me what to look at which was interesting and you only had like 12 or 15 seconds inside and you had to go out again uh, there was a, a priest uh, uh, like stopping the time basically and I mean it makes sense because there are a lot of people and only four people at a time have space so it takes a long time and in the evening when I went by there were still people uh, waiting outside to get in so they will also have to wait for at least two hours to get in and then I wandered around uh, and uh, went back to the old city and uh, uh, tried to to understand the structure. It's not that big actually, so you can you can uh, after a couple of times walking, you can understand where everything is. I wanted to go to the Temple Mount and the Dome of the Rock. Uh, but it wasn't possible because again I was too late they close at 4 most of the things seem to close at 4 already uh, and at 5 it's already dark anyway so I guess that makes sense kind of but I I need to <laughs> remember this that it was the same in, in Rome everything's uh, closed quite early uh, so go out early when you want to do sightseeing. Uh, but uh, so the Dome of the Rock apparently is where the first stone was made by God. From there the earth and everything was created as far as I understood uh, from all the sightseeing guides. <laughs> which were talking about this and then then I thought perhaps I can p take a picture from somewhere high up but 
uh, it's not that easy to to get high up in the old city of Jerusalem because uh, the houses you would need to go into a house and those are private uh, so I couldn't find anything I found then that you can go on top of the wall but again it was too late already so they said tomorrow <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I found online uh, a, a terrace which is uh, publicly available. Just need to pay some donation and then tomorrow I will try to, to take the picture of the Great Wall and the uh, Temple Mount together because they are quite close to each other and this seems to be the iconic picture of Jerusalem which I would really like to have uh, if it's good enough then perhaps even on my on my wall <laughs> let's see then I ate some shawarma which wasn't that good but it was quite expensive uh, yeah uh, what did I do more uh, some people wanted me to take their picture so I did and send it to them Otherwise, it was uh, not that eventful today. Uh, I haven't heard anything about uh, the rockets anymore. Uh, so it seems to to slow down. There was a, were a couple of rockets shot today, but only really close to the border of Gaza, of the Gaza Strip. So schools are opening tomorrow in Tel Aviv again. Hopefully this is uh, going to work now. Yeah, I'm now I'm going to bed, and because I want to get up much earlier tomorrow, because uh, going out at eleven seems to be too late. <laughs> so let's try to get up at uh, eight and go out at nine or or even earlier. Good night. just lost my protect wind protection for the audio recorder for the for the microphone and I was worried that I need to now go somewhere and buy one because without it it's basically impossible to record outside because the wind will just do something like this and then you can't hear anything 
but I went back I guess one hour after I lost it the, the same way back and then I found it in the garbage so someone took it and put it into the garbage quite close to why I most probably lost it when I was taking out my uh, camera so that's great that's really nice so I don't need to make a special tour to get one <laughs> somewhere in some electronic shop you never know if you can get anything like that uh, if it's not online <laughs> so I'm really happy about it so you can you can still record outside I also just got down from the rooftop of the Aishatora building which is the building which I was talking about which shows like the best parts of uh, of Jerusalem in one, in one picture basically so I'm really happy about the picture and I hope it looks as good on the computer and especially printed out as it looks uh, on my on the back LCD screen because this will most probably be the picture which I want to to print and put in uh, uh, quite big and put it into my uh, living room as a, to remember it's only cost like 10 shekels which is like three dollars or some three euros to get up there and in the beginning I was alone and then a group came like a small group but otherwise it was really nice and you could see a lot and far so you need to, to, to check out the pictures I will put a link into the description into the notes to the pictures it's really really cool if you get to Jerusalem, I recommend getting up there and taking a look. It's really amazing. Thirty years later, there was a there was a revolt against the, the Romans by the Jews. And eventually, the Romans came, destroyed Jerusalem, and actually, I don't know exactly when, but they destroyed. Two of the three towers that used to be here, and they left only one. In the, in the third and fourth century, Christians are starting to come to the land of Israel. I don't know, do we have Christians over here? Yes. 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 Great. So, Christians coming to the land of Israel, this is a very important place. This is the holy land, and they're coming to, to, to this place. Now, Christians don't really like Herod. Yeah. <laughs> we Jews don't like him either. But actually, if you look for a street in the in Israel, in the, the, the state of Israel called Herod Street, nothing like that. No Herod Street. This is saying a lot about uh, how we appreciate King Herod. But Christians don't like Herod. Herod is a very nasty guy. He killed a lot of babies. And uh, well, because they don't really care for him, they don't really like him. When they come here, they read the Bible, the Old Testament and the New Testament. And then you know that the Bible says that Jerusalem is the city of 
David, that's what it says. Jerusalem, this is the city of David. And you see this beautiful city, and you see this beautiful tower, and it says what? City of David? Tower of David. The name starts over there. <laughs> and there is a mix-up with reading some of the books and some of uh, one historian named Josephus Flavius that read was writing, was a, he wrote about Jerusalem, and, and they thought because of it, what he said, this is the place. So they call this place the Tower of David. About 450 years ago, Muslims, Ottomans, built that tower over there. It's called, in, actually, I think it's in French. It says Minaret. Minaret. So this tower is part of a mosque. The mosque is ancient to this tower. The mosque is Mamluk. The tower is Ottoman. So that was the guard who I walked with. Uh, they have like, I don't know how often, but uh, it was a free tour from the museum here. So you paid uh, 40 to get in and then you can get at least the English guard if you wait for him. So I just waited 20 minutes, took my pictures and then we went. Uh, it was a really long tour. I think it was two hours or something. Uh, but it was worth it because he he basically told us about all the history uh, from 5,000 years ago through back when the Romans were here and Jesus lived until uh, the Muslims came and now the English a hundred years ago and until today when when the Jews got it back basically so it seems that <laughs> the city has been in a lot of different hands and the whole land here so it's not really that weird that there is a lot of tension here in the Middle East. Uh, I don't see <laughs> how this can be resolved ever. Uh, it just it just is what it is. But the history lesson was really awesome. He had a really good English, as you can could hear. I asked him if he was from the US, but he laughed and said, no, he's just a normal Israeli. Uh, but he's a certified guide, I guess. An English guide here in Jerusalem. And he's uh, doing uh, another course to be a tourist guide for the whole Israel, which is interesting also. Yeah, that uh, I kind of feel now that I've seen basically all the most important things here in uh, the old city of Jerusalem. And I kind of feel that outside of the old city, there's uh, mostly just new, new buildings and uh, not that much history. Especially now that uh, he explained to us that only like one or two, I don't remember exactly, but 100 years ago or, or 150 years ago, they started building outside of the walls. So it cannot be that new. I think I am kind of done with Jerusalem. I will chill 
the rest of the day and tomorrow it, I'm going to Hebron which will be also fun because there's also they, 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 there they also have like the Jews on the one side and <laughs> Muslims uh, or the Palestinians on the other side uh, yeah we'll see what I will do today for chilling I should go some get something to eat at least I was walking around here in Jerusalem and uh, by chance I think I found the the, the real market here where then people go and buy stuff normally because in the old city it's just uh, for tourists basically but if you want to have food and stuff then you go to this one the Mehen Yehuda market and interestingly uh, it seems and I read about it yesterday also that during the day it's a food market and during the uh, afternoon uh, uh, during the night basically it's uh, there are bars and there's a lot of party there and you could really see it because every third stand was uh, was either a bar which was already open and it's now about four o'clock or it was a for example there was a fish and chips place which uh, sold fish and chips during the day but I think during the night uh, they sell mostly beer or something because they had a bar <laughs> in it also so it was uh, fun to see uh, I'm not sure I want to go back during the night because it will be packed I'm sure so I'm glad I saw it uh, on my last day here but uh, now I'm heading one more time back to let's see what is this called where I where I was was the my first day uh, where the Hasidic Hasidic Jews live you know the ones which uh, I thought because I happened to be there my first day I thought all Jerusalem looks like this, but uh, actually no. Uh, basically, every, everywhere else you just see a normal city like in any other city. But here in Mea Shirim, uh, there are those people with, uh, which apparently are from descendants of. Uh, Jews from Ukraine which are much more orthodox and they uh, all the men have this black coat or a black suit and a black hat and a white shirt on to it independent of if you're poor or rich uh, all of them look the same basically and the women have like modest clothing mostly dark uh, and 
there were uh, really a lot of children there. So I guess that's kind of their thing. <laughs> uh, you saw families with three, four, five children walking around, sometimes with uh, their parents, sometimes just on their own with their uh, older siblings. So I'm trying to get there one more time. Uh, it will be dark once I'm there, I guess, but it will be fun to see. I was also trying to find something local to eat because normally I just see kebab or uh, like uh, hummus and stuff which I already know from <laughs> at least Berlin. Uh, so I went online and looked and it doesn't seem to have, Israel doesn't seem to have a lot uh, like local own food. I guess it's because it's in the center, like where where everyone from Asia goes to Europe and Africa, uh, and so on. It's a crossing between the, between the three continents. So, so everybody brings their own food, <laughs> and it mixes here in Jerusalem. But I found one thing which they call sabich. And uh, let me see, it consists of pita stuffed with fried eggplant, hard-boiled eggs, Israeli salad, parsley, amber and tahini sauce. And I have to say, it was really good. It's, basically, it's vegetarian, so no meat. And normally I don't like eggplant, but this, I don't know how they fried it, but it was amazing. And uh, so it had... So we went from up to down. In the beginning, I had the, the 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 sauces, which were a little bit hot, but not 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 really hot. Then you ate through the salad, and then the eggplant at the same time, and then it, at the end you went uh, for the hard-boiled egg, which was quite dark. <laughs> I have to say, I don't know why, but they. They just put everything into this pita bread and give it to you. It was nice, I liked it. So I just got here to Mea Sharim and man I didn't <laughs> it's it's really how I said it last time there are so many children on the street so many you, you could just hear a school uh, it's the second school within just 20 or 30 meters and now I'm going down the street and already everybody is in the in the traditional clothes uh, walking down the street i think they are going somewhere about perhaps not i don't know so the older men have long beards i guess the young men some 
yeah they at least have a beard but mostly not that long and they have the hair growing out to the left and the right of the hat and a lot of people seem to be on the phone <laughs> for some reason like not uh, li not like uh, in where I live where everybody's looking at the phone to use it for the internet or email or whatever but instead they are calling someone they are talking to someone on the phone which is funny because you basically never see it in Sweden or Germany or Poland most of the time people are texting not uh, calling On my way out of this uh, quarter I went to a for a coffee and some sweet cake or whatever it was and it was run by two older grandmas they really reminded me a bit of my grandmas when they were a bit younger so those two they had clothes like they used to have them or I don't know if they still have them but they used to have them in in Poland and Ukraine uh, I don't know how to describe it but they are typical <laughs> and the people inside uh, on the, at the table left of me they were apparently talking about the Soviet Union <laughs> uh, because that's the only word I understood in uh, because they used it in English uh, yeah that was also fun uh, and the coffee was uh, just a lot of milk and a little bit of espresso on top of it <laughs> but it's okay and the cake was also something I remember from not quite but I remember from back in the day in Poland they had cake like this with a lot of uh, a lot of cream or inside and white and then on top and on the bottom a bit of uh, harder cake thingies I don't know exactly what it was but it was white and delicious a lot of taste in it I don't know what exact taste it was but it was sugary and tasty it was not just sugary it was also something else but I think now I'm heading back to my Airbnb for the last night there and uh, see you tomorrow.